Welcome to another edition of the Gold Nose Podcast. I am your host, Gregory Bukoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is June 25th, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Um, uh, Last couple of weeks, I've been leading off with uh, coronavirus, racism, police brutality. I'm going to continue with that same format. Uh, Coronavirus, at the time of this recording, the numbers in the United States, 2.43 million cases confirmed. 124,000 deaths, 747,000 recovered. Worldwide, and I haven't been saying the worldwide numbers, um, but I'll say them today. 9.39 million cases confirmed, 481,000 deaths, 4.72 million cases recovered. Um... No new symptoms. Um, A lot of states are having record uh, spread, record cases, record uh, infections. Um, A lot of states are going to the uh, mandated mask thing. Um, Social distancing. Um, U.S. hits highest single day of new coronavirus cases, 36,358, breaking April record. Um, but you're not hearing about other countries anymore. Italy was like the, uh, epicenter at one point, but you're not even hearing about Italy anymore. So... Um, I don't know, man. This, um, this thing is literally like wildfire. I mean, it's just no end in sight. And we probably won't have football this season. If it, you know, I don't see this thing tapering off in July or August. Um, you know, I just don't see it. I just, I mean, either you're going to go back on complete lockdown or you just going to just throw caution to the wind, man. There's, there's really no in between at this point. You can't do partially anything. You can, you can do the mass thing. You can do spin clean in every a facet of life as far as whatever um you can go back on total lockdown or like i said throw caution to the wind man it just seems like this country's throwing caution to the wind i think you're gonna get to a point where going back on total lockdown is just gonna be it's gonna be too late for that um pretty much 
everywhere I go now, nobody's wearing a mask. Um, which is kind of sad, but it is what it is. So I just hope, um, you know, somebody, the president, anybody can step up and lead this country, man. I don't think it's going to be him, but somebody needs to do something. Um, I think my personal opinion, I think they're going to let it get as bad as it possibly can. And then everybody's going to be racing for this vaccine. That's what I think. That's what I really feel like. There's a method to the madness. But hey, I'm just a guy in his bedroom recording a podcast. So whatever. Um, racism. Um, every day it just seems like there's more and more, you know, just lynching. Lynching is back. Did it ever leave? I mean, every day is just more and more racism. It just seems like the when when pe when white people get mad, the go to word is the um the N word. Um so I mean it, it's here to stay, man. It it never left. It it began with the inception of the United States of America. It be it began with that. It is it is synonymous with the word, with this country, the United States of America, and racism is the same thing, in my opinion. Um, will we ever get to a point where racism doesn't exist? No. It's like saying, you know, night and day is just going to be done. No, it's not. It's not going to happen. It's ingrained into the minds of mainly white people in this country that every other race is beneath them. Not all white people, but majority. And it's sad um, that we're at this point. Um, but the protesters, man, they're 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 making change slowly but surely. Risking their lives. Um, you know. So I mean that's. I mean it's, it's like war pretty much. You're risking your life for a cause. It's like that's war. So. Um, kudos to them for doing that. Um, police brutality. Again something that started with the inception of this country slave patrol like i said one of my uh people that listened to this podcast um told me about it it was like the very first police force was called a slave patrol they would go catch runaway slaves so that mutated into what we have today i watched a video today a guy walking from a gas station no weapons, no nothing. Police just ran up on him, picked him up, slammed him on his face. I mean, didn't threaten the police, didn't didn't do anything. So police officers police officers can just go up to people now, 
picked them up and slammed them right on their head with with without probable cause. Seen another video today. Cop pulls woman over. He run he ran he runs the tag car. He says the car comes up stolen. He pulls her over and pulls out a gun. So And I don't, they said he had it at low ready position. I don't care. Why are you pulling out your gun in the first place? Like, that's just your first instinct when you see black people pull out my gun. So, you know, we, we have to, we have to, uh, change the way we train police officers in this country it's a very hard job i respect what they do i don't think they need to be defunded it just needs to be severe penalties for making bad decisions lose your job if you go to another job you 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 pay restitution medical bills whatever funeral costs whatever your pension, your pension is taken away from you, doesn't go to your family. It goes to the wrongful death of the person that was killed. And I guarantee you, you'll have a different mindset when police officers go out there. But I was reading that um, in Colorado, they, they had. Uh, let me look it up. I want to make sure I'm saying this correct. Still looking it up here. All right. Colorado passes landmark law against qualified immunity. Um, creates new way to protect civil rights. Basically, police officers don't have qualified immunity when they do crazy things. Um. So that and a lot of police officers in that state are thinking about resigning because they don't have that that license to kill people. And that's basically what it was. I mean, the George Floyd situation, the cop, he just looked right in the camera and said, what? All you had to do was handcuff the man and put him in the stuff him in the car. It's over. But you slam him on the ground and then you put your knee on his neck for damn near 10 minutes. So, listen, man, we got a long way to go in this country, man. And me personally, I don't think we're going to make it. <laughs> it's wishful thinking. You're, you're talking about 400 years of nonsense. It's going to take another 400 to get it out of here. So I, I just don't see it happening in my lifetime. I appreciate the protesters and what they're doing. Black Lives Matter, all of that. But, I mean, it, it would take a monumental something for this to just basically do a, a whole 360, the, the reverse, the other way in terms of equality. And I just don't see it happening.
I mean, that's just my opinion. So let me know what you think about the first segment, man. Um, going back to a uh, segment that I I did for a couple of weeks or a couple of episodes ago on uh, my favorite movie actors, um, Samuel L. Jackson. Is he still box office? And I would definitely say without a doubt. I mean, just iconic, man. Pulp Fiction, Django Unchained, um, Shaft, uh, Star Wars, Jurassic Park. Uh, the latest one he had is The Banker. And I couldn't believe that this guy is 71 years old, man. It's crazy. Um, uh, Kong Skull Island. One of my favorites. Uh, Goodfellas. Um, Long Kiss Goodnight. Um, he's been in Marvel, man. Uh, I mean, The Negotiator. You know what I'm saying? The Deep Blue Sea. Um, SWAT. One of my favorites. Uh, Big Game. Um, Jungle Fever. Forgot about that one. I mean, just just all kinds of iconic movies, man. He's he's a legend. Um. You know, so definitely, definitely still box office, man. Um, I think uh, one of his most iconic roles was Steven and Django, man. Just, just pulverizing performance. <laughs> uh, it's just crazy how good this guy is as an actor. I mean, like I said, just one of my favorite actors, man. Um, so continue success to him and uh moving on to the florida state stuff my favorite knows all right these are my favorite florida state seminoles Deion sanders number one of course warwick dunn dalvin cook peter warwick jalen ramsey cam Akers, Derek brooks charlie ward terrell buckley james winston travis minor walter jones um, those are just the guys that I wrote down. Um, you know, these these are some of the guys that just made Florida State the name that it is, man. And I, I have to give, I mean, you, you have to say uh, Ron Simmons and um, Ron Sellers and uh, those guys, Fred Belitnikoff. They, they helped too, but Florida State didn't become Florida State until Dion showed up, man. Let's give the man credit. He put he put Florida State on the map in football, in my opinion. That's just my, not, you know what I'm saying? I don't, like, like I've said many a time, man, people, where, people in my neighborhood where I grew up, Miami Hurricanes. Washington Redskins, Dallas Cowboys, okay. That those were the those were the teams in in my neighborhood. 
that everybody loved. Okay, the Lakers, the Cowboys, the Redskins, and the Miami Hurricanes. So, especially amongst the kids, people, they loved the Hurricanes. I didn't. I wanted to go in a different direction. So, you know, Deion Sanders, freshman, high-stepping. I say, this is my guy right here. You know, out there making plays as a true freshman. Sitting at the crib watching football on a Saturday. And, you know, it's been Florida State ever since. Um, Warwick Dunn, man. True freshman, 1993. I mean, uh, swing pass out the backfield against the Florida Gators. Iconic. Um... Peter Ward, I mean, it seemed like every time he got on the field, he made plays, man. Um, Charlie Ward, come on. <laughs> we know, we all, come on. Terrell Buckley, come on. And, you know, I think some people going to say Travis. We got Travis Minor on there. Yes, he, I mean, he was a beast, man. He and he he didn't get the touches that he deserved, but man, that he broke all the work done high school records. He was a beast. He just had um um and he was on that ninety nine team that won the national championship. I think he was. Yeah, he was. I mean. He wasn't as legendary as the uh, Ward Dunn in college, but he he he's still one of my favorites. I don't care what anybody says. Um, Walter Jones, Hall of Fame tackle, great player, best offensive lineman to ever come through Florida State. Uh, Jameis Winston, you know, even without all the mistakes and debacles, still one of the best to come through. Um, Derrick Brooks, come on! I don't even—I don't need to say nothing about Derrick Brooks or Dalvin Cook or Jalen Ramsey. I mean, Cam Akers did—he did the most he could with less talent around him. I mean, he virtually had no offensive line his whole career, and he still almost rushed for thirty-five hundred career yards. So, um, you know, it is what it is, man. Those are my favorite knows. So. Next, uh, Florida State topic. Uh, Dope Campbell Stadium name change. My thoughts. Um, Dope Campbell had uh, segregationist views, you know, back in his time when he was president at Florida State. Um, I mean, I don't care if they change the name. I don't. I don't care if they change it. I don't care if they don't change it. Going back and changing stuff throughout history. Is not going to help us today. Okay. It's still going to be ingrained in people's minds. That it was called Dope Campbell Stadium. For you know however many years. It was. Or is. Um, so. Would it be a step in the right direction. To correcting history. Without a doubt. But. We have to change the course of history right now and I don't think changing the name of a football stadium is gonna do that I mean cosmetically it, it does something but you, you know when you take off the makeup and you get the real thing going 
you see the real thing, um, I don't think it's really going to do anything. It's just my opinion. So, um, you know, tearing down all the Confederate monuments, oh, I'm for that. I'm for that. I don't think that people that have that that had racist views and wanted to have 50 separate states and basically have every state be a, you know, a, a segregated racist type environment. I don't think those kind of people need statues. Um, so I agree with that, but, um, does that, does that, it, it, I guess it does kind of move us in the right direction by correcting things that are on the wrong side of history. I, I can agree with that, but what are we doing to stop the unnecessary killings? Well, I mean, we need to work to get the laws passed to stop the unnecessary killings then we go back and handle the statues and the 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 racist names that are on you know buildings and all that stuff we can go back and do that we're working from small to large we need to work from large to small to correct these things i i do agree that there there needs to be a name change on the stadium but that's small potatoes. The, the the biggest thing is protesting to get harsher harsher penalties for rogue police officers. That's my thing. That's that's the the main topic. Um, I don't think you need to defund police because when there's a problem, you have to call somebody to come and resolve that problem. I don't think they're gonna let citizens take the law into their own hands. That would be just, you know the okay corral you know so we'll see what happens with the name change uh last segment for this episode the norvell debacle is it forgotten uh i don't think it's forgotten i just think the team has uh put it behind them and moved on um you know he made a mistake a big huge mistake and uh you know hopefully um he has learned that, you know, your players are not going to stay silent when you basically lie, when you do lie. And, you know, again, kudos to Marvin Wilson for standing up for himself, black people, and his team. Um, because Norvell didn't tell the truth on that one. So, you know, I, I think overall Norvell is a good guy. He just made a bad decision. And... um you know, hopefully he won't. You you got to remember, and this guy's still under 40, man. You know what I'm saying? So maybe he just, at just on this particular situation, he didn't get the, the gravity of what was going on. Um, But um, I don't give him a pass on it. Um, I think he's old enough to know this, the, 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 the gravity of this um black lives matter thing and um but hopefully he has learned from his mistake and going forward in situations like this in the future he will tell the truth and you know this team can move on from this and become or get back 
to what we all want them to be. So, um, we'll see what happens, man. Uh, thank you for listening. That concludes this episode. It's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. Uh, do your research on flu and respiratory viruses. Uh, be safe, be kind, be courteous. And as always, go nose.